and hello and welcome back to the media gamers podcast we're gonna let's just say this is gonna be episode 4.5 four and a half whatever you want to call it where we include the final topic from our last podcast hope you enjoy and here we go yeah so the final topic of today times when we have experienced racism the big r word look 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 a bit of the the m words the p words you know the c word yeah the c word oh yeah the c word (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I want i want juicy stories because in all honesty we are all of us are ethnic we all have at least one actually i'm um, uh, trying to china my baby we have at least five five i mean i wouldn't say so you I know mean, I've had so you five. you it's have not to... got five racist experiences in your lifetime jack remember but... my name is my name we're not gonna bait out the full government on here but my name <laughs> is my name so some of the most direct forms of racism that comes apart because of your name and people making prejudgments don't happen to me. They're exactly. expecting a Jewish man to walk through in the water walk through when you, I come. You, you, you realize I, I know you have five because you literally went high school with me, and I know I took the piss out of you being African a good couple of times in our friendship. So oh, you definitely have four of them. Are we quite counting that? Yes, that's racism. You don't. Oh. Know. oh, no, because black people are part of the same race with different ethnicities. I can be racist to someone who stole my race. No. Okay. You can be discriminative, not racist. I mean, before I you even talking about other races and the Oyimbos. <laughs> That's Oyimbos. 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 Anyway, I'll go, okay, I'll go first. Then. So, I used to work in this place, um, this baked good place. I'm not going to say where. It's a baked goods. Slapping them baked goods to people. Bro. For some reason, they had the smart idea of making our opening hours a lot later. So it was just me and this other manager. So it was me and this guy. Um, who, to be honest, isn't that much older than me. But it was me and this guy. He's, I, it is important to the story. He is white. Um, and we'll just pack his stuff away. And like it was coming up to the end of the, the day, it was literally like 15 minutes before we closed. And then I was listening to this song. There's a song on the radio. You know how the radio just got like a lot, all these pop artists or whatever. So I was like, I wonder who this is. Because you know when it sounds like an artist, it sounds like Demi Lovato or something, but yeah. you know it's not because like too urban or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, oh, who's this? And I was talking to him, but I was like, maybe you all know. And he was like, oh, I don't know. It's probably some white girl trying to be a nigger. And I was like, Oh, whoa, huh? whoa, whoa. Oh, again? Okay. Oh. Oh. I was so, like, in that moment, because that's the first, I was like, at, at the time, I was like, 16, 17. Like, in that moment, I've just been like, that's my first like, proper. In front of my first, it, like, it wasn't my first brush with racism, but it was like, where someone actually had a position of power. You know what I mean? Like, even if I did go to a manager, would they believe like, that type of like influence where it's like I don't know if I should even say if I can say anything you know what I mean so in that moment I literally just froze and then he realized I think he looked at it this guy could just because he's not like he's I'm, I was a big even as 17 I was a big guy and he was like kind of frail um so he was he kind of looked at me and was just like oh I'm so sorry I never say that word I need to wash my mouth out with soap Da-da-da-da-da. Um, started, yeah, he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Da, 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 da. Um, and then like just carried on as normal, and he was super nice to me like, the rest of the shift. And it's it was like, 
weird. Like this guy is like, and well, if it happened now, then yeah, because you know you can actually not benefit from it, but you can actually get a result from it. If that makes sense. Back then, I was mm. like, to be honest, I've seen the way they actually handle situations. A lot of the time, they just like to brush it on the carpet. So there was actually no point. Um, I still wanted to swing him. That's the thing. And then in the moment, I think you're so shocked that like something like that has been said or even uttered. So you just don't know how to react. And then later on, you're just kind of deep. Like, he really said that to me as well. Like, it's, I don't know. He and I know he, that's not his only. Um, that wasn't even his only like incident with that stuff as well. The only reason he was guys to me, he was like. Three years old, I think. Oh no, no, no! Yeah, he's he's young, a, the only reason he apologized to me was because he knew, like, if I wanted to. When it came to like this other, there was only one other black girl there. She was only there sometimes. And you know that song when it was like, I think it's the Chris Brown little Dicky song. I was like, oh, and oh, I was like, oh, what up, man, nigga? My he's least favorite song to hear. <laughs> He used to sing that bit over and over again, even if it wasn't playing on the radio around oh, her. Lord. If he's walking past her, he's singing it loud to make sure that she's sick, she can hear it, just to make her uncomfortable. It was so weird. So I knew the fact that, yes, he says it. Like, I, knew, I only realized that afterwards, but he's like, yes, he's, like, yes, he says it. And the only reason he apologized to me about it was because he got scared. Because he was a, afraid of the physical consequences. Exactly. He doesn't care otherwise. Go get his ass beat. <laughs> Go catch his fade. <laughs> but that's Bro, me, <laughs> Anyway, we don't advocate violence. We're law-abiding citizens. None of I that mean, when violence is deserved. Nah. nah. Nah, okay, okay, okay. okay. You know, we don't advocate violence. We, we don't. We don't, advocate. We don't. Can I just say we don't advocate drug use? Either. We don't time worms on that. None of that. But if you're racist and certain things happen to you, that's your business. That's the equivalent exchange right there. <laughs> it won't happen by me, but it's your business. If 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 God if God guides my hand into your right cheek, who am I to stop His will? <laughs> <For fuck's sake. laughs> who who am I to stop Allah's will? If he if he if he accidentally just lifts my hand and it ends up clapping you in your temple and you get knocked out like Deontay Wilder, who am I to stop God's plan? Mm. God's plan starts mm-hmm. in the background. Oh, now we've got to think of a white man that got knocked out, man. You can't be losing Deontay. <laughs> but <laughs> black black guys mouth. Black guys mouth. The white youth have been winning recently. I don't know what's going on. The black guys need to arrive. Uh, listen, Fury and to be honest, I just uh, called the other guy. I'm very feel. Usik, Usik. I'm very feel. We need to think of someone, someone that um, what's his name? Kamar Rusman's rushed recently. Uh, listen. Oh, that that Knocked thing. Knocked out like Masvidal. Knocked out like Masvidal. Listen, the man need to stop taking their bread brethren to the jerk chicken shop. Stop <laughs> taking them to the jerk chicken shop. Stop giving them the powers. Stop giving what? them Magnum. Stop. Why am I here? Uh, <laughs> I can't lie to you. You don't know how many of my white brethren are put onto Magnum and Wagwan. It's ridiculous at this point. Bro, stop giving them the power of the the herbs. Stop giving listen, them the herbs. I've been, I've been taking it much longer than them. They can't defeat me. You will learn when the slazengers put rock up to you. You will learn. Nah, you see the slazengers, them man, they are different. They be, they be, they eat borscht. Oh, if I see, if I see <laughs> the slazengers at the gym, I'm gone. I'm they drink gone. beer for breakfast, bro. They're mad. I'm gone. 
I had a guy who up at the gym for breakfast. A guy who up me at the gym a month ago while I was doing, like, I was midway from my set. Some wedge run product. away, run away. Lozenges. And he was like, you must finish my friend? No, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm yeah, done. I'm done. I'm I'll find another bench. That's, that's, that's all you. That's all you, bro. You can take, take it. Yeah, that's your bench now. Oh, I'm not messing with that. We don't do that. That's why I brought into fire. We don't do it. You were saying? Who was who, who turn was it? Um, Zach went first, so whoever wants to go next. I've got bet no, you I, man no I've got, I, you I, man Oh wait, no, you went first and Zach went. Yeah, mobs yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got the braces in yet, but we knew. I thought you did. Oh, yeah, Zach, go, go, go. I'm no, going to good. good. The thing is, I don't have that many experiences. Like the one experience I can maybe talk about is when I was younger, I was on a bus with my brother, and there was like these just you know when you just get like shithead kids, like really annoying little kids. That just decide they want to be rude to everyone on the bus. So to the old lady, they were like, "Oh, you old hag." Um, to this disabled person, they used the CR words, and then they were like, "Oh," and to the two black boys, "You're niggers." I said, "Pardon?" Huh? What was the reason? And the thing is, they—I must have been about what fifteen at this time. And I was with my brother, so he would have been about 11 or 10. And they were around his age. He immediately got up and tried to fight them. And I had to, like, just hold him down on the bus because we're on the bus and we're black. And we're, the area we lived in at the time, Khalid knows, them kind of places there, they will call the police on you. If you are black and they see a problem with white kids, you are getting the police called on you. So I just said to my brother, sit down. So then these, just relax. So after I've calmed them down, I called the kids over. I was like, hey, you, both of you, I want to talk to you. Come over here now. And they were kind of like shitting it a little bit. But I said, listen, I'm not even going to come on an Aggie thing. I'm going to educate them. So I sat down and I educated them. I said, listen, I know that you guys want to be rude to everyone on the bus and you think that it's okay to just talk the way you want to talk, but it's not. That word that you just said, okay, okay. that word that you said okay. is very hurtful. Do you know the origins? Do you know the meaning behind that word? And they were like, okay. no. So I educated them. I told them the meaning behind the word. They apologized. My brother still looked like he wanted to say ying them, but it is what it is. Mm. So they asked, I made them, well, not made them, but they came to an apology of their own volition. And that was pretty much it. And that's like the first kind of overt racism I had in my life, really. That's the one I can really talk about. Okay. Pardon, pardon? No, I said at least you actually use it like a point to educate me. That's it. You should, it was a learning curve type of moment. Not really. Because yeah. uh, at the end of the day, they were kids. They don't know. If they're older... How old, wait, how old did they look? They were, in the end, I found out they were like 9 or 10. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, God. So you just imagine what kind of shit they're hearing at home. That's where it comes from. Mm. Maybe if their dad was on the bus, it would be a different story. Oh, I mean, where do you think they probably learned it from? Yeah, that's so I mean, that's I said, if their dad was on the bus, it might have been a different story. Yeah. But they're little kids. They're probably just repeating words that they've heard. And they were just trying to be dickheads on purpose. So it was just one of those things. Okay, so that's that done. <laughs> Anyone else? Experiences with it. With uh, what about you, mobs? I, I, I think I would have gone last again because I've I got like six stories I can probably talk about at this moment in time. Um, <laughs> I'll just keep mine simple. Um, I was playing football 
uh, Monday nights. Uh, there was a man, uh, I'd say around mid twenties. I was like eighteen, mid twenties. I think I fucked him up a couple times on the wing, and um, I was running back one time, and then he like shrugs me. He's like, "You fucking packy." I was like, "Oh, oh my god." Mad. Do you know the oh. thing is, that's not even a mad thing because that is actually just generally what happens at football matches, which is rather sad. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's just the vim he said it with. I was like, I can imagine. I said it with it. said it with vim, but I don't blame him. That man was on the floor. I see your position. I understand. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Oh, that my man, usual racism, you know, when you're younger. Oh, do you have curry every day? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I used to get what I know about Bali. Oh, my God. How do you get your hair like that? Can I touch it? Oh, my half cousins, like, please. I've lived please. in, like, Coventry, like, West Midlands. Oh, that, God. They, the amount of people that... I used to have cane rows as well. The amount of people that used to come up and ask to touch their hair. Was was mad, like so many people. Like literally, you like, felt like a celebrity for the first few days. People literally just want to feel it. I've never seen black people before. But it's it's weird because the, the uni is so diverse. But if you go out of the uni at any point, um, yeah, Coventry, it's just it's what they do not know what to do with you, man. Oh, yeah. Oh my god, bro. <laughs> You got any um, experience of racism? What the fuck? Uh, back in high school, I was called Blackanese because of my almond shaped eyes, which people would say are chinky. That's a Blackanese. <laughs> Do you know the thing is? I remember that phrase as well. That was very, that was just very when you look back at that's a Blackanese. Yeah, that's a oh, I'm exotic. Yeah, look at them eyes. You're not just black eyes. It's a bit mad from like. But there's a lot of phrases where you look back. It's it, they were, you didn't realize at the time like half cast. That was yeah, that's another one. That's a racist phrase. Half cast and quarter cast. Quarter cast. Yeah. From here, from half cast. And they're using it as a nine-year-old thinking it just means that it means somebody's mixed race, isn't it? I mean something yeah. like, well, mm-hmm. that when you think about half cast, literally means half of like, half a person. That's what it means. Mm. It's referring to cast iron. Like, do you remember? Um, remember James from church? Uh, it's the been a long one. time. It's, it's been a long time since I stepped in the church, bro. Yeah, you know the tall one that used to kick ball with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, we were like just going, like we we're just discussing our backgrounds and stuff, and someone must have used the term half class. He said, "Hey, please don't call me that. That's not me." And mm. he just like ed- educated us, and from that day, I never used that that term to describe mixed race people because obviously, from the backgrounds we're from, our parents use those type of phrases. Just that's what they grew up on. That's what they know. But when you really dig deep into it, it's, it's not on. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, fucking yeah, fucking out, bro. Oh boy. Um, any anyone else got any more stories before I go? Because I'm probably gonna take like a good 10, 20 minutes out of this. Go for it, bro. All right, bro. so let's 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 start from young. We have primary school year six. Um, I got called nigger 
boy, by, boy. A white, by a white boy. Zach, I think Zach you remembers the story. <laughs> Zach That's why I said Bush, because I know what he did. <laughs> <laughs> he basically, I can't even remember why he called me the N-word. I think he was Uh-oh. having... Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're, <laughs> yeah, we're playing football on concrete in our primary school, innit? And then it was like the end of lunch. I can't remember why I did to him. All I remember is he called me the N word and I just banged him in his face and broke his glasses. Like, this was this was this was before man was in counseling or got any therapy or anything like that. Uh, I literally he just called me the N word and I don't know where it was. Just banged him in his face and broke his glasses. One job, Drake. Start banging racists in the face again. My new flex slowly. <laughs> um, then, boy, where do we go from here? Um, high school, you get the little prejudice incidents of, like, being a Jamaican. We call the ganja farmer, um, weed smoker, Zach. I'm sorry. I was just about to say I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, you gave it to me about being African, too. We were both Indian. <laughs> But yeah, I'll go through high school getting those things. Like the high school ones is more banter, but you know the ones where you look back at it, it's like even hearing it as banter, it still has a little bit of an effect on you because yeah, then you associate them. Yeah, because then you associate your, yourself and your people with those traits. Like, oh yeah, you Jamaicans are weed smokers, ganja farmers. All you're good at is running. Da 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 da. Um, uh, yeah, weed growers, weed smokers. Jesus Christ, or uh, whatever else I can remember at the top of my head. Damn. Oh my god, yeah, college. Oh my god, flipping college. Yeah. I will say this with my whole chest. Anyone in this, who listens to this podcast who's going to attend a college, well, I went to East Surrey College. Do not go to East Surrey College if you're of ethnic minority status because you will hate it there, you will have worse experiences, and it was actually just dreadful, bro. That. Be going to that college is where my depression started from. Like, oh my days. Like, I think it basically I did for I did forensic science, I applied science, forensic science. One of my teachers was a police officer who is on murder investigations. Like he he used to be a gun fed, he was on murder investigation. Like when people get killed in and around Surrey, around South Croydon ends wise, he would be tasked with looking after in it. So basically one of our lessons with him, he was talking to us about a child murderer in it. And basically, the child murderer, it was his daughter, his two-month-year-old daughter. And basically, because I don't even want to be too graphic, but let's just say he defiled her body and then killed her. Oh, gosh. So, but here, here's, here's, the, here's the kicker, fam. Imagine now in the middle of the class, bearing in mind, I was the only black person in my class. I think I was the only black boy in my class, and I was, and surprise, surprise, I was from South London as well. All my, like, apart from one black girl who left after a couple after the first year, uh, there was all white people who were sixteen driving polos, mini coopers. Oh, yeah, guys, once I finish college today, I'm gonna go ride my horses, like them type of people. These times, they, I'm talking about yeah, I'm gonna go, go work at Curry's PC. PC. I'm 69, yeah. I need money. Yeah, I'm gonna go out with my family. My dad's gonna take us to this fancy five star restaurant. Da, 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 da. I'm gonna go ride my horses. Da, 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 da. Like, it was one of them ones, innit? So, imagine now in the middle of the class when we talk about this child murderer, the guy basically, obviously, because he performs sexual acts on, on the baby, yeah. 
my teacher was like, oh, it, because the guy was not, he was he was basically taking the piss out of the guy. Like, he was one of the old school white police officers, you know, racist banter, lad banter. Oh, he goes for a drink at the pub, them type of ones, innit? So, obviously, now, my man's gone, oh, he, he didn't have that big of a penis. So, he had a diagram of, like, a baby and showed the point to where the guy's penis actually got to from. Then imagine in front of all everyone in my class, what? he goes, oh, Khaled. Then, bro, then imagine in front of everyone in my class, he goes, Khaled, oh, you're a black lad. You probably, would, if you, it was you who did it, your penis would probably hit the top, top of the baby's head. Fuck sake. Bait. Bait. I don't know what to say for that. Bro, bait in the middle. Like, when I told you college was one of the worst experiences I had in my life, bro, like, sometimes I just have to laugh it off. Fam, bait in the middle of the class said that. I was like, huh? Like you know, you know, and you know the ones that he's actively an actual fed. Like he does teach you one day a week, and he's a fed six days a week. So you know the ones there. If I say anything loose, I'm actually will get arrested at this moment in time. No, but it's it's scary to think those are the people when you call and you be supposed to protect you. And they wonder why. Fam, and oh, bro, there's more stories. There was a time where in his class was talking about drugs and shit, and he was like, "Oh, Clid, you seem like you're good, um, good laugh when you smoke." I was like, "Huh." You, like, <laughs> you get it? You know what I'm saying? They're like, I, I don't smoke. And he's like, he's like, oh, wink, of course you don't. Hey, bro, you got to fight this guy, bro. What? You probably oh, did. Man, man. You know, that's not his business. Jesus. Uh, and it was just like, oh. Oh, okay. That, you know the ones that he's just like, okay. That's what I'm saying. Well, when when like that. It's different when they're in the position of power. Uh huh. Someone like on your level or another student, you bang them in the face like like you did in primary school. But when it's someone mm. with like, power, oh, you kind of just have to take it. As mad as it seems, you kind of literally just yeah. have to almost brush it off. Help um, us. What else do we have in there? Um. Oh my God! There was a time in class in college again, where a girl. Basically, this was college times was when I was on Afro, when the high tops were in style. Like, is that remembers I used to go get a high top, get sponged and everything like that uh, yeah. at the barbers. Fam, there was one time I was combing out my Afro. Like, I used to have long hair. Like, if I kept my hair from college till now, I'd probably be able to play in them things there. So it was one of those ones where I was in in class using my Black Power Afro comb. Like, we all, every, every black child who had an Afro had that one Black Power Afro comb with the fist at the top of it. So, man's now just combing my hair, sitting in class, combing my hair as I'm listening to the teacher. Imagine now this girl sits on the table behind me, takes my comb, and like, oh, can I touch your hair? You know, the ones that I'm in such, it's such an awkward situation, I'm just like, uh, uh, okay. And she's like, oh, is this your comb? Oh, can I comb your hair? Oh, um, I have a mixed race cousin, I do his hair all the time, so I know what I'm doing. Bro, my afro has never been so uneven in my life. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Toby's slanted at the slanting down the right hand side like fucking Mount Everest, bruv. And if like, oh, bruv, I could actually keep going on about college, but let me not actually trigger myself before I go to bed tonight. And then, even still, even to this day, like the other day was in the kebab shop. Um, some some white brother stepped on my shoes. Like obviously, yeah, my sh- like some of my shoes. Obviously, I happily admit I don't keep some of my shoes in the best condition. But you know the one ones where you have that favorite pair of shoes, even if they're not the most clean, they're your favorite pair of shoes. And when someone fucks with your favorite pair of shoes, you feel a certain type of way. 
So, mm. man's man's wearing the J's. I'm wearing my favorite J's in the my cream my cream J's with the red laces. You man see me wear them pretty much all the time. Those are my favorite shoes. Man's in the kebab shop. He steps on my toes. I'm like, so you're not gonna apologize for stepping on my toes. And that's man just calls me a monkey. Just just calls me a monkey. Oh, like, you bang him in the face. You, are the best, you, you know the ones there. Man just call me a monkey. You know the ones there. It's like let me just leave the shop. Like, let me just leave the shop before I do something that's gonna get me arrested in these streets, bro. And it's just it's nuts, fam. Like the amount of racism. Oh my god! Sometimes it's not even direct. Rashid and Glenn, I'm gonna bring up this thing from the other day. Let me just get the picture up. So oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so oh, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. basically, one of um, I'm 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 a Muslim. I'm a Muslim man. I'll happily admit I'm a Muslim man. I love my religion. Love who I am. So as being a Muslim, we interact with a lot of hijabis from um from West Africa, Asian, like everywhere, European. We interact with a lot of Muslim people, people within the Islamic community. So one of our friends, I'm not going to say her name. But at this point, if you're watching this on YouTube, you will see the screenshot of what the brother said's coming up. But basically, she posted me, Glenn and Rashid, on her story because we all love going bowling. Like, we go out on motors as a group sometimes. It's good vibes. We love oh, it. We God. love it. We love it. Everything's blessed. So she has a guy in her DMs that she doesn't reply to. So, like, my brother always messes that, what's your name? Yo, what's good? Da, 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 da. She don't reply. She posts on her story, us lot, because it's a funny video because it basically shows Rashid how bad Rashid is at bowling. Bro, I go crazy at bowling. What are you yeah. talking about? You, yeah, you, 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 go, you, you go special at bowling. Yes, I've never you go seen special. the ball spin as much as it does when he bowls. Bro, but it's, 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 it, bro. it spins into the gutter. Exactly. Hmm. I don't understand how he does it. Like how, where do you, where's the spin come in? Um, so she posted us on her story and we're all just laughing like oh yeah good times we need to go out again we need to do that again the same guy in my friend's DMs now goes out and I quote your hijabi mates went bowling with three niggas where's your shame moving done out what? <laughs> what? God, what? God help that man what the yeah. man? Yeah, Zach doesn't know about this innit yeah. I oh, never yeah. heard this what are you serious yeah. oh I've got. I'm mad. looking at the screenshot right now, what dog. That's actually mad. Anyway, let me just not. It was actually so fucking hilarious. So because... You can hear all the. You can see all the previous messages. What's your name, Ed? Yo, Ed. You good? Yeah, Ed. Follow me again, Ed. 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 Your hijabi mates went bowling with three niggas. Is who, who is this? Is your way? shame? We've been done now. And then we looked at the guy's profile. He's half Jamaican, I swear. Yeah, what? he is. He's oh Jamaican or what? Jamaican and British? Sutton. No, I'm he's just Jamaican. He's just Jamaican. So, so man's... Not a bad one. So I wouldn't I'm be surprised if he's actually Jamaican and he changed his name when he <laughs> found that he got screenshotted. <laughs> and he's trying to make it look as if he's half black. Fam? Oh, my... God, that was that was actually bloody, bro. Imagine that, like, man actually was dying for Nyash. Like, he actually wanted the pussy so bad that when he saw, um, when he saw <laughs> man turned to racismo, man turned to racismo, man dropped the Italian racismo with the finger movement as well. Can you imagine, bro? 
Oh my! Th- like even mad, even then, like there's still there's still more stories I could talk about. Like uni as a whole, bro. Like meeting all meeting meeting all these Asian girls, and then even the small microaggressions. Like when we're playing table tennis with our Asian friends, having all the Asian brothers at uni staring down at us and giving us evil eye, not wanting to chat to us. Like you know, I have to say this. Like mobs and Mac, even though Mac's not here, mobs and Mac are some of the nicest Asian brothers that I've ever met in my life. You know why? Because they actually yes. talk to us without prejudice. Every other Asian brother I have talked to since starting uni, as soon as they stay, it's like it's all blessed until they see me chilling with hijabis, and then it's all suddenly the vibe starts. Why is the jealousy? It seems like pure jealousy, bro. Like, jealousy is, is, it's definitely jealousy. Man. That's the mm. one. Him be getting no, no nyash. Some, <laughs> I oh, I have a friend whose name I'm not going to mention because I don't want to impass her. But one guy was so stuck up on her, yeah, that when he was messaging her, because basically he messaged her saying, "Oh, he liked her in it," and basically he he was like he was like to her, "Oh, I like you, but you don't want to spend time with me." Da 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 da. You always want to spend time with Khalid. What is it that Khalid has that I don't? I'm like, oh. you're a mess. You're a man. Like, you know, you know, the, um, you, like, you know the ones there, yeah, I'll openly admit, I don't like causing issues for nobody. Actually, I'm trying to shit. I like being a menace sometimes. Being a menace is nice, you know, making people, causing passing relationships and them things there. It feels nice sometimes. No, I'm going to be honest, because sometimes being a menace, especially the people you know actively don't like you. Like, we... Oh. To say fuck them, man. Yeah, bro. Like, it, it feels good to be a minister. People that don't like you. So when I'm seeing this brother messaging, uh, crying his heart out at them things, they're saying, "Oh, I like you, but you're always spending your time with Khalid." I was, I don't think you understand. I think I generally cried grown man tears as I was reading the messages. Like I was crying big man tears. Like it's actually nuts, fam. It's like, oh, you're not embarrassed. Oh my god, Zach! Remember the time when me and Malik was beefing Asian brothers from Leeds on Instagram? Oh, and then me and Le- <laughs> <laughs> when they said, "Oh, send me your address. I'm from Leeds. I oh, roll with real bad man." I'm from Leeds, and then everyone's like, "Oh, I'm from Birmingham. I'll fucking smash you, look." Oh my days! <laughs> like me personally, VNs, no? Yeah, bro. They went in our DMs and was messaging us, fam. Like, you know, in this life here, that's just even personal experiences. That's not even going on to things like the police. Like, I... Jesus Christ. I've been... I, I think I've been stopped and searched more times than all of you lot collectively. Like, like it's, it's actually nuts. Like, that's not even going on to police and them things there. Like, Zach knows about one time when I stepped out my gaff and got stopped and searched on my way to work, literally outside my gaff. Wearing your lanyard for work. Getting stopped and searching school uniform, getting stopped and search going out to going to from my house to work, getting stopped and searched, flipping, walking to from Morley's because I have a tracksuit <laughs> on and I'm eating Morley's like bro. I do you know, do you know what the mad you know the mad thing about it is not even to incriminate myself, but when I do questionable things, nothing ever happens. It's always when I'm on the street and I'm doing good things like going to work, going to college, going to uni. Oh my god. Wait, Rashid, remember the time outside oh. Regent's campus when they had the event oh, going on? The event, yeah, <laughs> with the white guy. 
I'm a, I don't even know this brother's name, but some ran, we had an event at our uni. There was an event happening for like a film festival or something. Imagine now, me and Rashid are leaving uni, and this brother comes up to us and he's like, Oh, you you lads seem like you're those type of guys, you know, when I can get a little bit of. That's a given. Oh, fuck's sake, man. That's a, as, as much as it's peak, it's peak, it's actually it's so bad. You can be standing on your own road. Do you know how many times I've stood on my own road? And someone's like, oh, yeah. Oh, do you sell? Do you sell? Do you sell? <sighs> no, I look like I sell. Like, bro, please. Bro. Like, oh. Bro, you, you wouldn't even be wearing that attire. Like, you wouldn't be wearing the, the you know, go-to tracksuit or anything like that. Yeah. You, you're just black. And they just assume that, oh, yeah. You could just you be killing waiting for your Uber, bro. Oh, Isaac, remember the time in Camden when the white girls came up to us asking if we were selling weed? Bro! <laughs> like, there's... It's, you know I the ones... I can't even think of how many times now. It's, it's dumb. It's dumb. Like, you know the ones there? Like, sometimes I can be like, you know what? Some people are just fucking idiots. Like, you're just idiots. You're ignorant. It's understandable. But then other times... Like, not even understandable. It's like, it's like, okay, it's to be expected in certain areas. And sometimes it's like, brother... Like, you're born and raised in South London. How can you be racist when you live in such a multicultural area, bruv? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Make it make sense, man. Like, even when it comes to things like, what's it called? Like, actually living in South... The, the, the fear certain people, certain races have towards South London is also unnecessary as well. And I know it's picturated because um, because of um, stereotypes that they make about black people. Like, oh, South, South London's so scary. You guys do stabbings and this, that, and the other. Like, these times there, I'm hearing it from people who live in Forest Gate. I knew him. Loud, bro. Even it's, it's, it's partially movies as well. A lot of old movies I used to watch. Like, scare, kid adulthood, adulthood. Another hood. Attack the block. Attack the block. All in South. All in South. So the way it's perpetuated. Even, even Blue Story, fam. Even, even that, though, like, even though like, a lot of the like, scenes like, were That like, advert was like, oh, you know what? You think you have it hard? I have to ride through Peckham at, at night. night. <laughs> it doesn't help. Man. I was clutched in Morley's. <laughs> I mean, Peckham is a hellhole, but that's another story for another day. Well, honest, honestly, fam, it's just like it's just like when man's sitting here and I'm thinking, rah, you man really think this about man before you even get to know me. Like, I'm gonna be honest with you, all the man them are nice guys. This is why we have so many friends. Obviously, having so many friends comes with his own issues, but this is why we always make friends and make um get comfortable and friendly with people we meet because we're nice people, bro. Like, you, you, we, my when my first meet people, they are, oh, What are you from? You, and I say South London, the look of fear in their eyes, like I'm about to jack their purse. And then they hear me speaking, it's like, Oh, you're actually rather nice. I didn't think someone from South London would be like you. I'm like, What the fuck does that mean? Just a headache every time. Yeah, that, um, what do you think I'm about to go film a dual music video and be on GRM, bruv? Like, what the fuck, bruv? Like, honestly, it's actually so nuts. Like, and you know the things we've only lightly touched on some of the racist experiences we probably had. There's probably some experiences that we don't even deep that are racist until, like, we're going to get to, like, 30, 40 years old. And we're like, hold up one second. Do you know what it is? As you've been speaking, it's made me deep other experiences to remember them. But as black people, we just bury them deep and sometimes put it to the back of our mind unless it's so overt. So for me, I, the, when I first spoke, I just spoke about the time when I actually heard the N-word. But there's so many other things. 
bro, bro. Even, it's even small things like going corner shops and the shopkeeper in the corner shop not putting the change in your hand but putting it on the desk oh, and making you pick it up. Oh, please. Yeah. Even, listen, the amount of times, because my mum is very light in it. She's fully black, but she's very light. She could almost be, depending on how she does her hair, like she, you know, maybe like creams her hair or she straightens her hair. She could actually be white passing. Or not, not even white, but there's I was going to say something dumb that I'm not going to say. But not even why, but as in like, like, you know, quite very light in complexion. So she's yeah. my mum half the time. So when I'm in supermarkets and I'm getting followed around, or I'm in clothing stores, I'm followed around by security guys. I think they're being smart and they don't care about how I feel about it. They're not even hiding. They're, not, they're, they're making it obvious that they're following me around. My mum literally taps them on their shoulder because my mum's not sure and she'll reach out and tap them on their shoulder and just be like, yeah, why are you following my son? And they're flabbergasted because they don't know that she's my mom. She doesn't know, they don't know that I'm with her. And to be honest, when I'm at that age as well, I'm like 16, when I'm at that age as well, I don't look like a child. Like, I was tall from like quite a young age as well. I started getting facial hair quite early as well. A lot of like these black kids don't look like kids, especially if, if it depends on the way they're dressed, it depends on the way the style, the time. But they don't look like kids. They're, they're treating you like a full-grown adult already. Yeah, That's the worst and part. They're fully treating you like a full-grown adult. And the fact, even when I was with my sister one time, I was picking up, again, I was picking up my sister from school. I was 17, 18 at the time. And this guy, is, uh, my mom wasn't there. But there was this other guy, this black guy with dreadlocks. And he saw the security guard like following me around. And I'm about to go join the line to go like pay for my stuff now. All I hear behind me is that you should be ashamed of yourself. And so I turn around and the guy with dreadlocks has tapped the security guard. He's like, literally, you've been following that black boy. You are black yourself. And it's, actually, I feel like I get profiled more from black uh, security guards more than any other. That's what I was just yeah. Black security guards. Yeah, it's mad. Black security guards profile you way more than like white security guards who act like in every um, situation. But in most situations, I've been in. So he's like, he literally was turning to him and was like, you should actually be ashamed of yourself because you're profiling another black kid that realistically could be your son. Like, I'm sure your son's around the same age. And you're profiling him, you're following him around the store, making him feel uncomfortable. Like me, I had for headphones in it, so I didn't even notice too much. And to be honest, what can you do if someone's following you around the store? You're still going to have to go get the stuff you need to get. So I don't really pay too much attention to it. But the guy fully stopped him and he looked at me and was like, no, no, you carry on about, about your day and you don't need to worry yourself with this. And he was there for time, just to, like, not moaning at him, but like fully telling him off because he fully followed me. Like, I was in the shop for like five minutes. He was always there, always in the same mm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just disappointing to see him. No, honestly, fam, it's like, at this, I, I'm 21 years old and I'm teaching people who are older than me about... Racing like during lockdown, um, I'm not even gonna say the person I was with because I don't know how comfortable they'll be with me including them in the story. But I was out with one of my friends and we was basically in central London and we met two white guys. They were actually rather nice, like they were generally just engaged in conversation. It was like we haven't seen anyone because of lockdown. We just want to talk to people, yada yada yada. These guys I then basically we was there talking for like four hours to the point the police basically the police drove past us and I was like I've had so much experience with the police. This is what's going to happen. They drove past us as a warning. In 30 seconds, their car's going to go up to the top of the road, go around the corner, spin around, 
come back and they're going to come out and talk to us. These two white guys are like, no, they weren't. The police have better things to do. The police are not like that. Hmm. Police won't do. Hmm. 30 seconds goes past. The car spins, goes around the corner, spins back around, parts are next to us. And the police officers hop out and go like, you guys know it's lockdown, right? We could, should find you right now for being breaking the da 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 And uh, so me and my friend, my friend stands behind me and I stand behind these two guys and then these two guys go talk to these officers and they're like, oh, sorry, officer, sorry, officer. You know how lockdown is. You know, you know, you put on, in the nice way possible, white people have a certain charm when they talk to police that they seem to get away with a lot more that than us, man. Because it's their brethren. <laughs> I said it's their kinfolk. It's their kinfolk. It's your age mates. <laughs> it's fact. No, honestly, fam, they're talking to us like, oh, sorry, officer, we just met these two guys. We don't we don't even know them. We're not even friends like that. We're just, we're just walking past. We'll, we'll head home now. Fam, the police officers was like, yep, go ahead, guys, go home. Have a nice night. And see, the guy was like, see, no issue. I was like, see, you don't understand. It was the fact, question. Fam, I was like, the fact that they even spun on me and me and her in the first place, like, I'm going to be honest with you. If we was us, us two, we would have got fined and got arrested. The fact that you, like, I was then, because then we then decided to walk to the station and I was being just talking to them, like, this is daily life for man. Like, I get stopped going to work. I get stopped going to work. I get stopped going to my mum's house. I get stopped going to the shop. I get, but I get stopped going to sneaky links. There's actually been times, bro, there's been times I've got trying to go get a sneaky link in obscure ends. There was one time. There was one time in college. I was going to link a girl who the man that will probably know is probably the first girl I moved to. I'm not saying her name because it actually oh, changed. <laughs> what from? I was on the train going to this girl's house. Got off the train at the station. Feds are there questioning me like man's doing county lines. Like bro, this thing is actually a joke. I get stopped so many times. Alhamdulillah, I haven't been stopped this year so far. Touch wood. I hope I don't get stopped this year. But it's like, fam, it's actually so jarring. Like the microaggressions, the many things. Is that like, why am I living in a world where I have to explain to people? Like this is why I generally have the attitude that I do towards people. Why am I spending my life having to explain to you what makes me upset when it should be common knowledge that you doing it makes me upset? Like I shouldn't need to explain that you stopping and searching me for without just cause is going to piss me off. Hence why I'm now shouting at you in the middle of the street. I shouldn't have to explain to you why singing niggas in Paris as a white person is going to piss me off. I shouldn't need to do them things, but I have to do them things. And it feels like an endless battle that is never going to be won, bruv. She's fucking frustrating, fam. Yeah. I feel like if we carry on, we're just going to get even more angry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I've, already, I've already taken my, my glass of Baileys to go to bed, fam. I'm making sure I, <laughs> I chill out, fam. Because I'm getting beaten. Well, honestly, like, yeah, it's a bit, it got a little bit serious at the end there. Obviously, it wasn't as cheerful as, at the end as it was for the first two topics, but... Honestly, like, it's just one of those things, like, even, like, we could go into so much. We could talk about how life changed you in the Black Lives Matter movement, how people's fake hey. protesting. Listen, we all oh know, we all know, no, no names, but we all know a couple people that, whose parents call us monkeys and niggas in, in their sleep. Wow. Well, where they'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm going out with Glenn, Khaled, Rashid, Zach. Oh, you're going out with your black friends. Hmm. They're ones where we can't come around their house because their parents will call us the N-word, but we can't even talk about them. You know a couple there. people that got cheated on by a black person or got done dirty by a black person and took BLM out of their bio? 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Fly React? Yep. Um, him, yep. Him yep. Yep. But honestly, with that one, we've been it's been a good conversation with the man then once again. As always, this has been your Meet Gamers, me, Khalid, Glenn, um, Rashid, and we are thankful for our special guests, Mobs and Zach. Like, as always, we appreciate hello, hello. having the man. We appreciate having we appreciate having the man them on. But yeah, so until next time, it's been the Meet Gamers. It's the Meet Gamers podcast, and yeah, love people, and we'll talk to you next time. In a bit. God bless.